Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 66 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakar. Brian? Yep. How you doing today? I'm good. That's good. We did it. Are you anime ready? Oh, I'm I'm a cartoon of a cartoon. Brian's a cartoon of a cartoon, which makes him a person. Oh. I don't know if you've seen Cool World, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Cool World, check it out. Shouts out to our sponsor this week, Cool World. <laughs> Can you believe a movie from 1994 decided to sponsor our podcast this week? Yeah. Good job, Paramount Picture. It's got Brad Pitt in it. It's got some kind of sexy girl uh, who's probably Sharon Stone. If it's like probably an early '90s thing, 90s, yeah. yeah. Um, what was that Macaulay Culkin movie where it started off as a cartoon? Oh, you're talking about the Page Master. Oh yeah, you, the page. you stupid piece of shit. The page you're Master. Talk, you're talking about the the game on Sega Genesis, the Page Master. That game rules. <laughs> yeah, the game. It's a cool ass game. The movie I saw in the theaters. I don't. I never saw the movie. I was confused about why he was mastering these pages. Yeah. I just knew that... Christopher Lloyd was in it. He had to have some kind of book magic help him. It was some That's bullshit trying to teach kids to read yeah. stuff from like the 90s. Some 90s read more, don't do drugs yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, you know what I was thinking about the other day? No. How many... Shut up. How many times... Let me tell you. How many times were you told as a kid mm-hmm. to stop, drop, and roll? More than I can count. How many times have you seen a human person on fire in person? Never. Think about that shit. Well, stop, drop, and roll if you're on fire. Right. But I'm saying the, the amount of times I was told stop, drop, and roll, <laughs> like the amount of times that was just fucking hammered into my goddamn skull. Right. Did people in the 80s get, like, set on fire a lot? There must have been a lot of people getting set on fire in, like, the early 80s. Is that what St. Elmo's Fire was about? Uh, I never saw it, but you know what? Yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you to our sponsor this week, St. Elmo's Fire. A lot of crazy movies sponsoring us this week, but you know what? What more could we ask for? Mm -hmm. Uh, Cheers me for that. Oh, yeah. Somebody complained last week that we did that. Don't do that right into the microphone. Fuck you. That was for you. Hey, buddy. You're welcome. This spud's for you. Oh, we're drinking Pacifico. Yeah, we're from Southern California. Mmm, mm, delicious Pacifico. Brian, mm. how has your week of professional wrestling been? Not nearly as busy as the last week. No, uh, not a lot that I think we wanted to cover. I mean, there's always quite a bit and everything, mm-hmm. but like, not a ton. The thing that I just saw recently is that uh, a match got announced. Uh, I don't remember the promotion. I th- feel like it's in Mexico, but I also feel like it's definitely not. Um, no, it's... The Young Bucks... Yeah. ...will be taking on Alberto El Patron... Goddamn. ...and Rey Mysterio. What? Yep. The fuck? There you go. That's awesome. I saw that. I think it's, like, called New Wrestling... I want to see that. I want to watch the shit out of that match. Yeah, I want to watch two middle-aged men fight uh, people in their hey, mid-twenties. honestly, I feel like if anyone's gonna put on a great match with, like, Rey Mysterio and El Patron... Oh, yeah. Dude, the Young Bucks are gonna... That's... Here's the thing about tag team wrestling. You hide your weaknesses and show your strengths, mm-hmm. and that's what you're gonna get out of all these guys. I'm so excited. I think that's going to be cool as shit. Yeah, we'll definitely be watching that match. God, that sounds rad. Mm-hmm. Man. But Brian, mm-hmm. there was more news. And there this was. is this is actually from a, a couple of weeks ago, but uh, we didn't cover it because we, uh, we were gone and then didn't have time. Uh, <laughs> PWG announced uh, their Battle of Los Angeles entrance. entrance. But real quick, uh, for Three Mendes Four, which is really the name of a show... Uh, and Helico and Jack Evans face the Young Bucks. Wow. Ricochet and Akira Tozawa go one-on-one. Damn. Team Tremendous, who are making their their return. I really like Team Tremendous. Yeah. Will take on the world's cutest tag team. And Speedball Mike Bailey will take on uh, uh, Chris Hero. Whoa. And they put up... Uh, they, uh, literally, as we're speaking right now, PWG just put up a video for uh, the Aftermath 2.0 of Mystery, Vorse- Mystery Vortex 3, which is insane. Uh, I'm so excited to watch that as soon as we're done here. But Brian, mm-hmm. Battle of Los Angeles entrance. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, for a while, Roderick Strong would quote tweet these yeah. and then use emojis like <laughs> boring or yeah. like 
like asleep or like thumbs down. It was like, oh, this is good. I like that. I love Ron Rivera's uh, song. Let's see. The first entrant is Will Ospreay, then Marty. S- uh, how do you say it? Scroll? Scroll? I think it's supposed to be Scroll. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. I, I'm not familiar with uh, either of those two guys, but I have heard of Wi- I've heard of Will Ospreay, and I don't know much about him. That's it. Timothy Th- Timothy Thatcher. Excuse me. I've been drinking. Mike Bailey, Chris Hero, Biff Busick, Mark wow. Andrews, Brian Cage, Ricochet, Damn. Tommy End, Trevor Lee, Pentagon Jr., Drew Whoa. Gulak, and Helico Trent, Andrew Everett, <laughs> Phoenix, Rich Swan. God wow. damn. Jack Evans, Drago, Matt Seidel, Aerostars, Jack Sabre, Zack Sabre Jr., and the 25th entrant, Drew Galloway. Hey, Brian. Fuck. How are you feeling about Battle of Los Angeles? It's a three-day event. That's going to be insane. Wow. That's going to be rad as fuck. Wow. Right? That's, right? That's fucking nuts. Yep. That's going to be super cool. P- leave it to PWG. Doing the best shit. Jeez. Doing the best shit. Uh, we have a couple of house show reports that I want to get to real briefly. Um, they're both from the same show. Uh, thank you very much for emailing us. You can always email us. Go home show at mega64.com. Uh, Edmund C. emailed us about uh, WWE Boston. Uh, he said, me and my bud decided to go to the live event in Boston. Ryback and Mark Henry for the Intercontinental Championship. Like five minutes of standing off and locking up. Ryback wins in a semi okay match. Kofi Kingston and Adrian Neville. Uh, Neville hits the right arrow for the victory. Uh, good back and forth here. Really excited to see what happens with Kofi and Brock in in Japan. That's going to be really cool. That is and that's cool. going to be when Brian's at Anime Expo. Uh, Go to Anime Expo. Brian, what's our booth number? Uh, I think it's 1642. 1642. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah. That's right. And uh, you guys can check out the new Mega64 merchandise. If you want to see more, go to Mega64.com or Twitter.com slash Mega64. Uh, very cool shit. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Yep. Uh, you got new shit. N- new shirts, new stuff, uh, new phone case, all, all sorts of good stuff. So Mega64.com, definitely want to uh, check that stuff out. Harper and Heath Slater against Macho Mandow and Curtis Axel. Uh, <laughs> middle of the match, Harper rips off a- uh, Axel's bandana and hair combo and hands it to Slater to mess around with. <laughs> Slater eats the pin after a big leg drop by Axel. Chris Jericho and Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus and King Barrett. Uh, z- everyone, uh, everyone chants, we want Lana. Ziggler grabs a microphone and says, sorry, why? <laughs> I think maybe you misheard, but that's just me. <laughs> Jericho makes Sheamus look like a chump for about three minutes. Felt like there were about half a dozen hot tags in this match. Barry yeah. eats a code breaker for the loss. John Cena and Kevin Owens in a champion versus champion match. It ends in a low blow. Huh. Yep. Kevin Owens low blows John Cena. Uh, John but- Cena Sr. was there. Yeah. Papa uh, Cena? Co- uh, Kevin Owens leaves the ring to fuck with John Cena Jr. Or, I'm sorry, Senior. Jo- uh, uh, Cena Sr. was at ringside. Uh, Bo Dallas comes out and cuts a promo. Gives the generic, your, your local sports team sucks. Uh, tells Boston that we need to be Bo-Austin Bo strong. Jesus. Um, couldn't hear what the lead-up to this was, but he starts singing the intro to Greatest American Hero, although it's incredibly off-key. He's a heel. Yes. As he starts up for a second time, suddenly The Rock comes out of fucking nowhere. The Rock, Rock bottoms Bo Dallas and gives him the people elbow. Wow. What the fuck? What there's treat. more There's more to this house show. It There's intermission. A Divas Championship match between Nikki Bella, Paige, and Naomi. Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. And then Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in a steel cage. Wow. All of that is there. That's insane. Uh, Alexandra W., who makes the T for Mega64. Um, oh, thank yep, you. Yep, she uh, she also wrote us in, so let's go to her analysis. For the Triple Threat Divas match, the crowd was so quiet you could hear Breeze let's go Nikki clear Isabel from the balcony, and most people took this opportunity for, for a piss break. Clear Isabella. <laughs> The crowd was cheering. Nikki is a face, and there were no boos for <laughs> Naomi, only Tamina, who kicked Brie in the face a la Sweet Chin Music. Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. The light man couldn't find Roman until he was almost at the ring, which made for a really underwhelming introduction filled by confused cheers. <laughs> Whoops. Good job. Roman shrugged in the center of the stage and walked back. Oh, hang on. <laughs> There's a two-second 
there was a two-second beat, then both men got back in the ring. Roman punched Bray, and Bray immediately rolled out of the ring. As this was happening, they were already setting up for the main event, so the ring was surrounding... So the ring and surrounding areas were a clusterfuck. It was so poorly timed, it felt so half-assed. Roman shrugged in the center of the stage and walked back down the aisle. Uh, the cage match between Rollins and Ambrose, basically it was the same one from the pay-per-view. Uh, like, they're kind of matches. Uh-huh. Honestly, the reason you're getting... Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in house shows is because Brock Lesnar doesn't do house shows and yeah. Seth Rollins is feuding with Brock Lesnar and so you need someone that's why there was a screwy finish at Money in the Bank it all makes sense yeah. I don't know I yeah, hope yeah. people kind of get that you, you have to have someone who's like house show wrestling so yeah. that's it uh, Bray Wyatt appeared at the ring side uh, at the side of the stage and assisted Seth Rollins for the win 70% of the crowd left immediately after the bell rings jeez uh Reigns appears, and the four stars trade blow uh, their signature moves. Then Sheamus appears and attempts to cash in Money in the Bank, at which point the only people left are in the first eight to ten rows, and half the light house, house lights are on. <laughs> Roman and Dean clear the ring, and Bray gives Seth a big embracing hug while they uh, facing the crowd. Roman and Dean walk off to the ring hugging kids and shit. At which point, the ring announcer addresses nearly half empty Boston, the nearly empty Boston Garden and wishes them all good night. Do not miss announcements from Michael Cole. In conclusion, not a bad Saturday. Uh, Got to see The Rock. If you read all the way to the end, thanks. We are looking forward to seeing uh, to the next episode of The Go Home Show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Alexandra and Ryan. Thank you. Very nice house show report. That You guys can always email us your house show reports. If we have time, we can read them. Go Home Show at Mega64.com. That's always where you can send it. But Brian! Yes. Anime Expo, are you excited? Oh, my God. Brian's really excited about Anime Expo. Brian. Yes. What about Comic-Con? Oh, my God. It's Brian's so good. Brian's really excited about Comic-Con. Yep. I'm pretty sure SGC is the weekend after that. Yeah, I'm not going to that. Me neither. Fuck them. Yep. Uh, so you guys can see Mega64 on a lot of traveling. It's convention season, man. Yeah. This is what happens. You shake it screwy in St. Louis. Everything gets moved around. So Anime Expo this weekend. Next weekend is Comic-Con. And then I think SGC is the weekend after that. Yeah. So check it out. Lots moving. I'm wearing a cane band-aid. Damn. I think Jasmine sent in band-aids. <laughs> Um, and they were WWE themed, and I got I got a cut on my finger today, so I put a little, and I was cooking, so uh-huh. I put a little bit on, so I didn't get spicy cooking foods in oh, my finger. Oh, that's the worst, dude. It's like when you put hand sanitizer on, find mm-hmm. out you have a paper. I cut. don't sanitize my hands; I spit on them. Uh, that's gross. Thank you to our sponsor this week, Spit. <laughs> Brian Lucha Underground. <laughs> what, Brian? That's a segue. Yeah, you learn your segues, you rat fuck. This is how you segue. Uh, this is how the professionals do it. Listen to Joe Rogan. Is it? Is, yeah. Does Joe Rogan know how to segue? Yeah. Listen, Brian, I was doing a lot of DMT and listening to Joe Rogan, and let me just say, all of his opinions I agree with. Yeah? Even the ones I don't know. <laughs> Gotta thank you, Joe Rogan, for for the uh, for giving me thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> El Patron versus Johnny Mundo is announced for Ultima Lucha. Hell yeah. That's going to be rad. Yep, I'm excited for that. Uh, but in our opening matchup, we get Sexy Star against Superfly. Sexy Star comes out, and she uh, has some Dalton Castle-type peacock wings where she's doing like a dance with him. Have you seen Dalton Castle much? No. He's an ROH. No. He is Smooth Sealing Ashley Remington. That's oh. the name I couldn't remember the other week. Yeah. Um, Brian, I'm going to take the opportunity here to uh, load up a, a YouTube video of uh, Dalton Castle, who is who's an amazing man. And uh, Brian, I just, I need you to see. Uh, guys, everyone, this is at the Dalton Castle entrance on YouTube. I just need Brian to see this guy. This is Smooth Sailing Ashley Remington, also known as Dalton Castle. He's a fire starter, uh-huh. and he's finally come to bring uh, some some color to the party. Uh, the, he's Dalton Castle, Brian, and these are his boys. Are you ready? <laughs> his gimmick, his gimmick is that he's a gay Southern peacock. So everyone, check out Dalton Castle. Hang on, Brian. Brian, I need you to see the best part of the whole thing. He comes uh-huh. out and calls out Jay Lethal and and a man that he calls Banana Hands. And then Brian, he challenges Jay Lethal to the TV title, and this is how he does it. He leans on his boys. So this is why Dalton Castle is like my favorite guy in oh ROH right now. Who is this guy? It's Dalton Castle. This looks like our friend Artur is a wrestler. <laughs> Dalton Castle is the man. What so the everyone fuck? check out Dalton Castle, Ring of Honor. He is he's everything that I love about professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
he's so weird and like obtuse and uh, colorful and big. Pro wrestling. You have to have people like that. Yeah. Not everyone can be like the badass, like the Chris Benoit, like walking down, terrible example, but terrible, like walking down to the ring and I'm here to take care of business. You have to have like the colorful, weird characters. You do. And Dalton Castle is a colorful, weird character. That's great. I'm Dalton Castle and these are my boys. <laughs> I'm trying to look like Dalton Castle. Good. I think Dalton Castle's trying to look like me. Yeah, honestly. I, honestly, I that's so. all I'm saying. You've had this look way longer. I have, it's true. Uh, Superfly gets interviewed, uh, remember Lucha Underground? Mm -hmm. Uh, Superfly gets interviewed by Vampiro, and he speaks in Spanish, and Vampiro says, like, yo, man, you got beat, and, and he says, like, yeah, but I needed, I needed Sexy Star to get her arm broke so she could feel the pain I felt, and you interfered. And Vampiro's like, oh, hey, yo, man, I won't interfere, whatever. This match opens with, like, a lot of back and forth. Uh, I honestly didn't write a lot for this match. Um, Sexy Star dives to the outside and hits an arm drag to the outside, too. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, pretty decent spots. The Sexy Star hits a diving arm drag off the top rope. Uh, there's a double power bomb that leads to the finish here. Uh, Superfly wins uh, in not the longest match, but this is not the finish that I was expecting. So yeah, all right, cool. Hey, a little bit different. It was it was good. I just uh, it bothered me that they were both wearing like black and gray. I thought the exact as soon as the match started and they yeah. like got into it, I went. Their outfits match, and that kind of bums me out. Yeah, whatever. But aside from yep. that, there was a lot of good sequences. A lot of good like you know, chain wrestling that I really enjoy. Yep. And uh, and I just enjoy that Sexy Star has a sense of urgency that a lot of, like, male wrestlers don't have. Mm-hmm. Other wrestlers, just in general, yep. don't have. And, I agree. and it makes it so much uh, f- so much more fluid, so much more fun to watch. Yep, I, I agree with you. And uh, you're right. Uh, post-match, there's a beatdown on Sexy Star. Uh, Superfly tries to take her mask off, but she, uh, she scurries out of the ring. And then we get, like, the long shots of her, like, staring at Superfly and Superfly, like, mad at her. Mm-hmm. I thought those were good shots. We go to commercial, we come back. Uh, Drago's using nunchucks or numchucks if you're our friend Andrew. Yeah, I just called the segment Dubstep Drago. <laughs> I uh, I just, I called it uh, Drago uses numchucks. <laughs> what? Drago used numchucks, Brian. <laughs> our friend Andrew didn't know that nunchucks was the word for nunchucks. He thought it was numchucks. And then when we made fun of him, he didn't understand. Uh-uh. He's like, what are you saying? nunchucks he said what am i saying nunchucks i i do not hear a difference and he's serious <laughs> i had to like sit down and talk to him about it i went hold on are you fucking with me <laughs> nunchucks uh pentagon comes out he cuts a promo he grabs a mic. He, he intimidates Melissa Sanchez. Boo. Boo. What a heel. He cuts a promo. He says that he's going to he's gonna uh, destroy the man who ruined it all uh, for his master. And he calls out Vampiro. And then he goes down to uh, the announce table. And Vampiro, like, they get in each other's face. They square off. Oh, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, fuck. Vampiro's going to, like, get into this shit. The yeah. crowd's super into yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I thought this was, like, the hottest the crowd was all night. Definitely. This is really cool. Um, I'm not even a huge fan of Vampiro, but I thought this was like really rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pentagon walks off, so the five-way match we were about to have for a medallion is now a four-way. Damn. Uh, Aerostar, Cage, Mac, and Marty the Moth Martinez. He has Aztec blood. Yeah, hell yeah. In a four-way match, uh, I had quite a bit to write about this match. I really liked it. It was fun. It was it was pretty indie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much like, how much can you cram into about nine minutes? Uh, which I don't necessarily... I have to watch so much WWE that I really don't mind yeah, a match seriously. like this. It's, I know that there's more to psychology than how many moves can you do and how many false finishes can you do. I understand that. But, like, when you have to watch so much WWE that it, it's kind of like this bland formula. Uh-huh. This is... Lucha Underground's a really nice breath of fresh air of, like, oh, this is indie wrestling that I would enjoy in a very small, confined space, but on my television. Exactly. So it's fun. It's, it's a really good time. Um, evident of that is the beginning of the match where Cage throws Mac with a German suplex and Mac just no-sells it and clotheslines the shit out of him. Jesus Christ. There you go. Marty the, Marth, Marty the Moth Martinez, he flies. He goes... He's a, you can't see him doing a, a moth. moth. I'm doing a moth wings. Uh, and then he flies. Aerostar does a triple jump tope to the outside. What the fuck? Aerostar's like super fucking rad. I think he's going to be at Battle of Los Angeles. So. Damn. Fucking cool. 
What I hope that means is that uh, Lucha Underground's coming back. Because if these guys are hanging out around L.A., yeah. that means like they're getting some Visa shit and like things are happening. And, oh, I hope so. Yeah, so we'll see. Because those are like some original guys showing up in PWG and they're in Chikara yeah. uh, for the Trios tournament. Some yeah. cool shit. Very, very cool shit. Uh, Cage catches Aerostar, curls him. Damn. He's just doing fucking just curls with him. Curls, and then man. Like, just not even a fallaway slam. A fallaway fucking toss to the outside. Fucking shit, yep. man. Uh, then he does a deadlift, se- uh, deadlift second rope suplex to Marty the Mar- Marty the Moth, Marty to the Moth. Uh, discus clothesline kills the Mac. I mean, fucking kills him. I thought yeah. that was so cool. Yeah. There's an apron exploder by Mac to Cage, then a frog splash to the outside. That takes care of them. And then Aerostar hits a top rope Frankensteiner and uh, his splash on the Moth. Uh, to get the win mm-hmm. and a medallion of immortality or fame or, or, or mind fashion. or mind control or uh, in- invisibility or whatever the fuck. Some this, this is some super awesome showdown. I know shit, man. Eh. Super awesome showdown, July thirty first. Hell yeah! Same night WWE's in town, so we're definitely gonna get John Cena. Yeah, we uh, we double booked him. Yep, Brian. Yeah, you have to go roam around La Jolla and see if you can find John Cena and get a picture. Uh, I will. Or just take a microphone and be like, John, be on our podcast. Yeah. It can't be that hard. It can't be. John, I'll buy you a coffee or and whatever you drink. Or I'll buy you a protein coffee. Yeah. I don't know. What do you do? I'll buy you, I'll buy you a skinless, boneless chicken breast and uh, brown rice. I don't know. What do you eat? Uh, Jesus Christ, John Cena, fuck. Uh, Trio's champions training backstage. <laughs> I thought this was funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just, like, goofy. It was really funny. Um, So they're training and, like, they don't get along because they're not friends, but, like, they're, like, they're, like, for some reason, they remind me of the comic strip Peanuts. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't explain why. They just like. I feel like. I feel like Evilise is just going. Like, hey, blockhead! Like yeah. that's just. I don't know. That's it. Uh, Katrina shows up with those dead Lucha guys. They attack, and uh, the trio's champs are laid out. Damn! Holy cat spit! I don't know what's gonna happen next. Me neither. What'd you think of that segment? Oh, it, I I love anything with the Fatal Fury team. It's yep. great. Nobody had nunchucks, but I liked it. Yeah. I Speaking just... of nunchucks, it's time for the main event. Uh, Drago comes out. He's a big old dragon man. And then Hernandez comes out and just beats the shit out of him and whips him until I write the word fuck stop. Poor Drago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just gets jumped and beat. I thought this was cool, though, because you knew Mil Muertes was going to win this match. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I don't like about Lucha Underground is that they do all like these number one contenders things, and then they do another number one contenders thing. And yeah. it's like, he earned it. Why does he have to earn it again? Mm-hmm. He already earned This is stupid. That's like well, the second time they've done it, and it's like, ah, that's like the only misstep booking that they've done, I think, for yeah. me personally, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. The only other thing is, the only comment I would say about that is that I, that's how shitty of a booker or promoter yeah. we're going to buy into the kayfabe of the story that Dario Cueto is. Yeah, 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 because they, they gave reason. They're like, okay, no, 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 don't don't hurt me. I'll give you uh, number yeah. one contender. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Because he's a little chicken shit. Yep. You know? Okay, so here's all the offense that Drago gets. He hits a sliced bread early in the match, and Milmuertes just sits up. Milmuertes is fucking badass in this match. The- he, he has come back, and it is like he's... Like, he's a monster. The fact that he can no-sell and not have it look bad mm-hmm. is... It's, it's kind of what Brock Lesnar does, where when he gets hit with, like, the right amount of offense, mm-hmm. he goes down and he'll sell it, or he'll sell it while he's still on his feet. Brock Lesnar does a good job of selling while he's still on his feet. Yeah. Um, without going down, so, like, his going down is really big. And I felt like that's that's what this was, because he would sit up from, like, a lot of shit, but mm-hmm. then, you know, he got hit with, like, a couple of things... And, and it really took him down. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I, I, I just think it's a very special thing to have somebody who has a good concept of how to no-sell, yep. how to sell a no-sell. Yep. I agree. Mil Muertes hits a spear that looks like it makes Drago fucking die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it just, it looks like he touched his own fucking toes. Like, Jesus shit, man. Folding him in goddamn half. Uh, Drago just gets tossed into the crowd and then speared into the wall. I, I mean, he ar- he already got whipped to shit and now he's just getting beat around the arena. I really like this, though, because it just shows, like, Mil Muertes is a super badass and also Drago got jumped before the match, so he's still, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know... He still has, like, his reasons why he got beat so bad. That's fine. The crowd chants, we want tables. Uh, Mil Muertes hears them and then gives them tables by powerbombing Drago into the announce table, which I'm pretty sure was not a planned spot. Uh-uh. That was him going, all right, all right, fuck you. 
And so he powerbombed him into the table, and the crowd was like, yeah, oh, fuck. All right, let's go, Drago. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, what a great way to push the yep. face. Uh, Drago hits a springboard DDT. That ends his offense because mm-hmm. Muertes hits this flatliner, and he's the new number one contender. Puma comes out. Uh, he's at the top of the stairs, and he stares down Mil Muertes. Fucking rad. So at Ultima Lucha, it looks like Mil Muertes will be taking on Prince Puma, which I'm very excited about. Man, how how cool is that? Gonna That's going to be a great match. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Brian, what do you think overall of Lucha Underground? A consistent booking, great yep. show, good story progression, awesome in-ring talent. I mean, if, if we say week after week. If you're not watching it, I, I don't know what you're looking for in wrestling. Yep. Uh, they do a good, Everyone is ready to... I feel like there's a lot of people online that, that give it too much praise. This is the best. This is the best. And it's like, not. I mean, it's indie wrestling. It's not the best psychology you've ever seen. It's a lot of fun to watch. It, yeah. It's kind of like, it, again, how, what I was saying earlier, it's a breath of fresh air in, in, in kind of like the mire and the muck of, of what we get week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think there are people that are so ready to dismiss it as like, oh, this is like low budget. This isn't really anything. You know, they, oh, they, they have the luxury of only being an hour and they can hide their weakness as well. Okay. Yeah. You know what? There are a lot of TV shows that are only an hour and hide their weakness as well. There are also a lot of TV shows that are an hour and don't hide their weakness as well and they're boring as shit. Mm-hmm. So I like I have to give Lucha Underground credit for being a lot of fun in a one hour program space. Absolutely. You get 42 minutes to like put on a cool show. Yeah. It's a cool ass show. And you never feel like it's rushed. Mm-mm, never. It's pacing is so good. It's so yep. entertaining. The only thing you ever are left feeling is wanting more. Yep. I agree. So I want to start watching... Ring of Honor, maybe we, not necessarily cover on the show. I just feel like we don't watch it at all, mm-hmm. and I'd like to because I, I I know the guys there, like you know I see the faces, I'm familiar and everything, and, and I'd like to I'd like to start watching that. Yeah, because it, it's it's weekly now, and yeah, because I haven't before because I just felt like it I was mean, out, it was out of the way when when we when we were originally kind of getting into I shouldn't say originally because mm-hmm. I mean you and I've been into wrestling for ever like too long yeah um but when when like the indie revival was like really really in its starting phase with yeah. pwg starting and like ring of honor kind of had that steady oh yeah um you know consistency of being like yep a, a top performer it, like it fell from that point it, it did it it was it was like the hottest thing in the world and then everyone kind of got snatched up or went and then like other indie wrestling kind of showed up in other yeah. places and everything and it just you know, it was always good, but mm-hmm. it just, for me personally, it kind of fell off from, like, what I was looking for in a wrestling promotion. Absolutely. And so, I think it's kind of back now, and it has a one-hour program, and yeah. it's like, might as well. Yeah, I think it's one hour. I don't think it's two. There, there's um, no way it's two. I would hope it's not two. Jeez. But that's just me. Whatever. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, maybe we'll start watching that. Maybe we won't cover it. Maybe we'll talk about it glancingly. Yeah. Because um, I like the coverage that we do. Mm-hmm. Do you? Tweet at us. I go home show. Uh, NXT opens with a Dusty tribute. It was very touching. It was. I, uh, I'm proud of the crowd for being silent. Me too. It was very nice. And uh, and I I like what Triple H said, but I think his uh, his grasp was uh, further than his reach. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hideo Tommy comes out and cuts a promo. Cool to see him. Mm-hmm. That Greg guy comes out and interviews him. He has terrible makeup. You can. He just has like an orange line on his face. It's like I don't know. It's bad. Um, he puts over Balor and Owens in their match, and then Owens comes out and interrupts. The best part of this is that Owens fumbles over his words. Mm-hmm. He can't get a line out, and the crowd goes, Oh, ah, you fucked up. Ah, yeah, you suck. Until. And then he just says, Oh, man, I'm stumbling so much, I sound like Hideo Atami trying to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd ah, is so good. This is your next top guy. Dude, so good. He can just, he's just on the ball. He's quick-witted. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So much fun to watch. What an asshole. What a fucking um, dick. Uh, Kevin Owens says... You're not showing me respect, so I'm going to break your other arm. And then uh, Balor comes out and fights Owens. Uh, they go back and forth and back and forth. And then Rhino just fucking blasts Balor out of nowhere. Fucking destroyed him. And then kicks him off the uh, off the ramp. And then later tonight, we're going to get Balor and Rhino. Did you listen to Balor on Talking Shop? Oh, no, I didn't. I, I listened to it right when it went up. I, I recommend it just because it's, it's two guys shooting the shit for half an hour and they make so many in, like they make inside jokes that are like so inside they don't even bother explaining them that's awesome I will, i'll definitely uh, i have to drive up to la tomorrow it's only half an hour so i'll be and, i'll and, be listening to that hey, on the way up to la it's only balor and carl anderson oh really that's it they got a 
WWE gave them a room at Full Sail University. What the fuck? To sit and do the podcast. Dead really? serious. Super weird. Super weird. That sounds like a Triple H move. Yep, I agree. So, <laughs> Carl Anderson kept just put him over a couple yeah. of times. It was really funny. <laughs> it's pretty, I mean, hey, honestly, don't go into it and go, oh, I'm going to hear all these great stories and they're going to do it. It is two guys who talk, you can tell, like, they talk pretty often, mm-hmm. but don't get to see each other as much as, like, they want. Mm-hmm. And when they do get to see each other, they fall into, like, old habits and just shoot the shit. Oh, absolutely. And so it's it's very cool. Oh, that's that's really cool. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to listening to that They tomorrow. They make fun of Gallows, and, and they, gallows. they keep waiting. A door opens at one point, uh-huh. or there's, like, a knock at the door, and a door opens, and then Beller just goes... Oh, okay. Well, I thought that was going to be Fink. I thought Fink was going to come in. <laughs> and Anderson just goes, Fink is not here. He, no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, that was really funny. That's so good. Uh, we get Enzo and Cass against JJ and Jason Jordan and LaFort. JJ. JJ and LaFort. Uh, all Enzo and Cass offense is Cass tossing Enzo. I mean, he just gets <laughs> thrown around. Yeah. That, that's it. Um, Enzo rolls up JJ, and then that, that's it. Do you have any other notes from that? Nah, that's pretty much it, yeah. right? Uh, Sylvester LaFort continues to... Oh, I'm sorry. Jason Jordan, I tried to make something for Sylvester LaFort. Uh, Jason Jordan continues to try to find his tag team partner that's not uh, Chad Gable, which will eventually be Chad Gable. Yep. That's fine. That's, Whatever. Yeah, I, the, I'd like to see like more... Steal a win of the tag team championships. Yep. I, I, would like to, I would like to see more Chad Gable promos. He was funny. He was uh, really funny. You get a Joe promo that's in the aftermath of last week, and Samoa he's like... Joma? Yep. He's ready to beat the shit out of people. He's mad. Let him fight. Let him fight. Dana Brooke with Emma against Cassie. Terrible fucking gear on Cassie. Yeah. Sorry, Cassie. What is she wearing? A fucking dress to the right? I don't know what it was. I like Cassie, but I what really are we doing? I do too. Like, that, that's what upset me. I'm like, no, I like Kate. What? Are you wearing like a dress? What was that? That's awful. Cassie, like, I know you're listening to this Cassie, podcast. we know you're absolutely. Yeah, because somebody's talking about Cassie. We know you're listening to us. Cassie, you're great. She's been, like, on every week for a month. Uh-huh. She's been on more than Sasha Banks. <laughs> she just, has. Just saying. What the hell? Just saying. Hey, but you know what? I'm fine with that. Yep. Um, Cassie goes for, a rally, goes for a rally at the end. She hits a couple of her spots, and then uh, Dana Brooke hits her Fireman's Carry Michinoku Driver. Please fucking name this already so I don't have to keep writing Fireman's Carry Michinoku Driver. <laughs> Like, it, it is so, like, I had to go at, like, the end of the page, and it's, like, Michinoku Driver, and I had to, like, write it down. I just call it a sit-down AA. I guess it kind of is, but it's it's not off to the side. It's a Michin, it's like a dry, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Use a shit. Charlotte, promo backstage. I didn't get anything from this. Did you? No. All I wrote was backstage with Charlotte. <laughs> That's it. I really don't even remember what she talked about. Me neither. It doesn't matter no. because she doesn't need to be there. Uh, there's a, a Finn Balor package featuring Lego. Okay. He doesn't uh, do jigsaws. No. All about Lego. It's all about Lego. Um, s- a bunch of pictures of Machine Gun Carl Anderson. And a bunch of Bullet Club stuff. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't name it, but they showed, showed it. it. Yep. And that was that was really cool. I thought that was really really awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought it was super interesting. And it's like, oh, they're showing like some New Japan shit. They're showing like some real shit. So I don't know. That's interesting. Um, the Balor packages have been really good and give you an inside look at who Finn Balor is. That's neat. I enjoy it. I like that they kind of uh, tear away the facade of kayfabe. Mm-hmm. And then you get uh, just a good a, a video package of uh, Bull Dempsey being sleepy and covered in chips everywhere. I love it. Uh, the Hype Bros, Ryder and Raleigh, Raleigh, um, Mojo Raleigh, I don't give a fuck, against uh, Sawyer Fulton and uh, Angelo Dawkins. Um, is your What's your favorite Mojo Raleigh move? Is it the one where it looks like he jerks off and yells hammer time? Like he like he's jerking off his big old hog and then like slamming his big old hog into somebody's face? N- none of it? God, I hate this guy. Like, even with Zack Ryder... Go away. Just get injured again. Everyone, everyone on online has been saying like, oh, if you send Zack Ryder down to NXT, he'll get over, he'll get over. They put him with Mojo Rally, and it's like, I don't even want to see him here. Go away. This is awful. What's uh, uh, what's lower? What's developmental for NXT? Home. Uh, Fulton and Dawkins hit a world's greatest tag team move. Yeah. That, that over-the-shoulder rope hung, like, leaping, uh, like, splash move. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, heart attack style rough rider that, that they've been using and that's the hype bros win 
Next, we get an Eva Marie promo backstage with William Regal. That's cool. Let's keep getting Eva Marie promos backstage. Her acting is so good. It's like she's like one of the Bellas. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Sorry, I just saw a note that I wrote about the uh, oh yeah the hype bros. Uh-huh. This team is everyone I hated in college. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. We did it. Uh, so so is Eva Marie. <laughs> Balor versus Rhino. Owen's on commentary. Uh, Balor's aggressive and has new gear. Is that gear new? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I think I think it, it says Balor and it has like more like the demon shit. It's not like the scaly, shiny shit that he's that he had before. That's it. Okay. Um, Kevin uh, Balor dives to the outside. Kevin Owens starts talking about like oh, July Fourth. What is that? Independence Day. Independence Day. Will Smith. Great movie. <laughs> the best. He's so good. He's great on commentary. He's so good. He is, he is like so mean to Byron Saxon and Rich Brennan, and Corey Graves is just going, yeah, champ, get him, champ. He And Corey Graves, because I feel like in this segment, maybe maybe I feel this way because I feel like I noticed something that other people didn't see. Mm-hmm. Corey Graves was so good in this segment. He's, he's awesome. He's like, he reminded me of, uh, well, I guess didn't remind me of, because I saw it again on Monday, mm-hmm. of the way JBL and uh, Owens interacted on Monday, yeah. which is like, Oh, the heel announcer just sucks up to like to the champ. Yeah, to like the the champ bad guy, and like it was so good. I, I liked it so much. I enjoyed it so much. I thought he was so. I thought. I mean, Owens is just yeah stellar. But yep. then Graves was just really on point. Yes. Uh, Rhino locks in a bear hug. Owens distracts Balor. Uh, the Gore gets stopped. Hits Sling Blade and a coup de gras. Owens jumps Balor immediately. I mean, there's not even a there's no hesitation. Just jumps him. Beats the shit out of him until Joe makes the save. Damn. Brian, any other notes from NXT? Yeah, I I honestly, as much as I don't want to see Kevin Owens in a tag match at this state in his career, I think it'd be really fun to see uh, Rhino Owens mm-hmm. versus Balor and Joe. Um, and Joe. Yep, I'm with you. I thought, be, I thought the same thing. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Not for July 4th, but mm-hmm. maybe at the next takeover or so, whatever. The Beast is in the East, coming on July 4th at 5.30 our time, I think. No, no, 2.30. No, 2.30 our 230 time. 2.30 our time. Mm-hmm. So I still won't stay up to watch it. I'll just I'll just I, watch it when I wake up. I'll be I'll be in anime. You'll be, you'll be in anime sleep. Yep. You'll be, you'll be dreaming about... I'll uh, be dreaming about Naruto. Naruto. And... Um, Naturo. Uh, the Sailor's Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Swords in general. Uh, the Berserk. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in in you in Yuisha? Mm-hmm. Kagome! In Yuisha! Not so Kagome. fast, Kaiba. Raw! It's like a thorn in my eye. It, every week. Except <laughs> for this week. <laughs> I uh, I didn't hate Raw this week. We went into this Raw going, I Oh, Brian came over to watch Raw, <laughs> and it I was turning it on, and I just went, I'm so not looking forward to this, I can't even stress it enough to you. <laughs> And I fully agreed. Yep, that's it. Yep. Um, Rollins, J&J, and Kane come out. Cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Rollins says, give it up for Jamie Noble. He's a real hero. And everyone cheers for Jamie Noble because he has three broken ribs, and he still made it. Like, that's a, that's a week ago, man. Damn. Would you want to be walking around and traveling with three fucking broken ribs? Crazy. Jamie Noble's a king, man. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Rollins gets everyone Apple Watches. <laughs> okay. That's, All right. That's neat. He gets Kane a Hawaiian vacation. Does that mean we're not going to see Kane for a while? I want Kane segments where he's in Hawaii. Ah, uh, and then I want Doctor Shelby to be there. Yeah, I don't know. I think that would be That'd funny. Be really funny. Daniel Bryan could be there too. Yeah, who? Oh, that would be. Daniel Bryan's not doing anything. Anyway, send him to Hawaii and do some funny segments where it's Kane and Daniel Bryan. Absolutely. I know they hate each other, whatever. But like, you know, it's we're we're removed from it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, J and J Security get a brand new Cadillac. So congratulations to Cadillac and Apple. And Hawaii for getting a lot of free promotion. It's, it's good. Weird. Uh, Big Show comes out and he just gives thumbs up and he smiles all around. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I guess he's an affiliate of the authority. Big Show versus Mark Henry. Uh, okay. Miz is on commentary. That's my first note. My second note is, is it 2000? <laughs> uh, Big Show wins with a KO punch. This match is like over before it even starts. Who yeah. gives a shit? Ryback and Big Show go at it. Ryback comes out, and they just, they're fucking fighting. And then Ryback chases Show out. And then The Miz comes through and kicks Ryback in the face. With and then huge boo. And then runs off, and Ryback calls him out, and he's so fucking pissed. I thought that was so good. Yeah. Also, The Miz on commentary here was really good. Yeah. Uh, 
I fucking hate the Miz in the ring. The Miz on the mic is great. That's it. I Miz on the mic is fantastic. He's he's Johnny Cage and every shitty Hollywood guy that you ever hated. It's so much fun to watch. Yep. Um. So we go to commercial and we come and they're like, "Oh, that match is later, so we're not going to get it next." And Brian's like, "Yeah, we're not going to get it next." And we come back to commercial and it's Ryback versus the Miz. And Brian went, "I thought this wasn't going to happen until later." Yeah, well, during the commercial, The Miz probably went, hey, your city sucks, your sports team sucks, you guys all suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. Yep. And then everybody went, boo, and then Ooh. you come back and The Miz has heat. Yep. That's it. Uh, there's a fallaway hold. You know, it's like a fallaway slam, but it's but it's a hold. Um, and then there's a stall suplex. Forever. Forever. I don't know, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was. And then, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't think that the Miz versus Ryback would go this well. Or this long. Right? And it was a long but fun match. Yeah. What, what else did you think of this match? I, I just really enjoyed that the the Miz played a really good heel. He had rest holds, but it didn't slow down the match to the point where it wasn't interesting anymore. And it made it really fun and believable for the Ryback rally. And then when Ryback did rally, mm-hmm. Miz was like, ah, you know what? Forget about this. Forget about you. I'm done with his match. I'm leaving. And then he leaves and he gets counted out. Yep. It was, it was like almost, it... it wasn't even like a count out. The ref got to like five. Yeah. And then he was just like, oh, well, you're obviously not coming back. But I like that. I like that it was a match. He got to five and it was like, oh, bye. Yeah. I like the Miz actually hits the neck breaker combo and then he runs away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. This match was way better than I was expecting from these two fucking guys. Also, the crowd was hot, and I think that was a big reason for it. Oh, yeah, and, and this crowd here was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and they had they were given a lot to cheer for, because mm-hmm. I thought some of these matches tonight, this was like some of the better wrestling that I've seen, and like, it was, Raw was so not promo heavy tonight, mm-hmm. or uh, Monday night, last two days? Two days ago. Two days ago. Monday. Um, it was super like, like really wrestling heavy. It was really fun. The crowd had like a lot to watch and a lot to do. So it was good. Uh, the Miz running away was cool. And then it, it makes him look like, I legitimately think like he's going to, like he's going to like, he's going to like be a factor in this yeah. match. Oh, Ryback will keep the title, but he's going to be like a big factor in this match. And I think oh, that's yeah. interesting. He'll be like this squirrely little shit guy who keeps like sliding in and trying to get like pinfalls and, and then he'll get caught and then he'll finally get like his comeuppance and that's that's a good way to ride a heel. So yeah. that's good. It's it, it's nice. It was a well written match. It was a good segment. It went over two commercial breaks. Yep. And I had a good time with it. Yeah, I got a lot more time than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Alicia Fox versus Paige. Uh, there's a spot where uh, Alicia Fox go or I'm sorry, Paige goes for the universal spot where it's like the the lay down and then come back in the the leapfrog. Mm-hmm. But she gets like too close to Alicia and Alicia Fox like falls over. I couldn't tell if that spot was on purpose or not. Hmm. It looked kind of like it was, but it also looked kind of like it wasn't. So that's it. Um, this match gets a lot of time. Yeah. The Bellas are out there too, um, but they don't really do anything. They're just there. Um, again, a lot of time in this match. Uh, Alicia Fox hits a tilt to backbreaker and it looked really good. Paige comes in with a corner knees and then short arms clotheslines and a super kick. Um, there's a Bella distraction and then Paige rolls through on a roll through and, uh, gets the win on Alicia Fox. This match by the back half was super over with the crowd. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that I feel like the most overmatch, most over divas match on Raw in as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. has no Bellas involved in the actual match. Hmm. Take that how you will. I wonder if that proves Paige's point. I always hear about oh Nikki improved. Okay, sure, sure yeah. she did. Yeah, but I'm just I, tired. I guess when you start at zero and go to like thirty, then yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. But I don't know. That's uh, yeah, I'm tired of it. I. The only thing that I had from this match, aside from very good wrestling by both of the, uh, these people, mm-hmm. uh, it looked like Paige had a sunburn. It really did. She was, like, pinkish in spots. It, like, I think it's because she's so pale and she probably got a little bit too much sun. That's yeah. it. But either way, I, I had a really good time with uh, with this match. and I like the back half. The, the, the front half of the match was, like, really slow, and I thought there were a lot of rest holds in it. But yeah. if you take those rest holds out, I mean, this is an unfair way to judge a match, but if you take those rest holds out pretty good match yeah and and really we were we had a little bit of an argument after the match about me not liking the end of the match just because i wish more divas matches didn't end in a roll-up mm. but then eric was talking about how it's more of how in in, in this in this particular match mm-hmm. i don't fault them for it because i thought this was a good finish off a distraction that's a roll through of a roll through yeah i think that works 
But I, I mean, I can. But I understand Brian's and Brian's point is extremely valid. All divas matches end in fucking roll ups. They're and, like finishing moves. And and that's and that's the that's the one thing I had. If you want to try to turn around, turn the corner on on this division, mm-hmm. don't have it end in a roll up. I don't think in this match it makes sense to have it not in a roll up because it's essentially three on one. Yeah. So she had to kind of squeak this one out. I could see that she couldn't. She couldn't be too dominant. Otherwise, yeah. she's looking better than the three all combined. Just too much. Yeah, yeah. Because it, you have what they're booking towards is some kind of like who's going to be on Paige's team or whatever. Yeah, team Paige versus yeah, yeah team, team Bella. Bellas. Yeah, that that kind of. But thing. the fact that they're writing anything that's more than two weeks. Yep. For the Bellas <laughs> is, is good. Whatever. I mean, this match got a lot of time, and I was happy. Uh, Cena comes out and he does his. Uh, he's he's gonna do his op- he's gonna do a fucking U.S. Open challenge, but he doesn't cut a long ass promo. Thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Come back to commercials. Shirt's already up. Who's going to take the challenge? Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. What? Kevin Owens comes out. Yeah. He's in the ring. Doesn't say anything. The match is announced and it's about to start. And then Kevin Owens gets out of the ring and he says, nah, never mind. What a motherfucker. He's like, oh, I'll wait in two weeks. Because when I take the, when you lose the US title, you're going to lose it to me in two weeks of Battleground, whatever. So instead of me, it's going to be this guy. And it's Cesaro. Fuck. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Cesaro is now Cesaro all the way through. His his Titantron and his Minitron both say Cesaro. No more yeah. kid. Mm, poor kid. He has a kid band around his arm. Yeah. Which is nice. Uh, Tyson Kidd had some spine surgery. Jeez. Hopefully he's okay. In like fucking 16 stages in, in, in his in, neck. Oh, God. Fucked up. Check um, out his Twitter. It's like it's like gruesome yep so he'll have a lot of time for his kickats me wow you're gonna love him uh kevin owens is on commentary and he's fantastic he's so mean to Byron saxton again he's mean to michael cole and he's just sitting down to J- next to jbl wow jbl you were a champ for a long time too <laughs> you know what it takes jbl yeah you're great jbl jbl is going you're great kevin owens you know what it's like to be a champ you're great kevin owens <laughs> is so, so funny uh le- so this match was awesome uh there's a leapfrog caught into a power slam second rope elbow by cesaro uh swing gets uh countered into a slingshot into a springboard stunner the aa gets reversed into swiss death jesus, jesus. christ stf he fights back cesaro fights back with bites and locks in the sharpshooter off of it look fucking awesome that's impressive uh cesaro hits his deadlift second rope suplex cena hits a tornado ddt the whole time kevin owens is gold on commentary mm-hmm. like please watch this match um just for the commentary yeah uh, hey, Ma- the match was good michael cole starts going this is a, a match of the year candidate no it's not but it's very good yeah um i, I it's like john cena is excited to wrestle yeah well i don't know what happened i i think he doesn't have to wrestle the same old people all the time and just look strong as hell yeah he can, he can put over like some younger guys and he gets to have different matches he gets he does fucking springboard stunners and Yoshi tonics. Like what the fuck? He gets to wrestle. He doesn't have to do his five fucking moves. John Cena became like a mid card worker, and it's and weird. it's so fun to watch. Yeah, because he's not. He doesn't have to be in the main event scene right now. He doesn't have to like. Oh, this is defining a legacy. This is a time where I feel like he can step back and be like, I'm putting over like some younger guys. Yeah, because all the younger guys look good against he, him. He's like Jericho five years ago. Yeah, and and. I know that all of the Cena matches are, are sensibly the same. They're they're kicking out of the AA and like, you know, yeah. throwing everything you got at him and John Cena still wins or whatever. They're essentially the same. But when you have a guy when you have guy after guy after guy nearly beating Cena, nearly beating Cena, nearly beating Cena, and like by some hook or by crook, mm-hmm. John Cena wins in some screwy way. Interesting. Yeah. And and the matches themselves, regardless of their outcome, have been so entertaining that it doesn't matter that he keeps winning. Yep. But the time he does eventually lose, mm-hmm. it's gonna be so. Big oh, it, it'll be big. Yep. That that they built a good story around it. Yep. And that's all I ever want. Yep. Uh, I was listening to Brian Alvarez and Jim Ross talk about Money in the Bank. Oh yeah. And they were saying Brian Alvarez was like, I don't know why Kevin Owens lost that that second matchup. It doesn't make any sense. And Jim Ross, I thought, had a great point. He's like, we're talking about. Kevin Owens powerbombing Cena and where they're going next with like their next match. Mm-hmm. And if Kevin Owens won twice in a row, we would be talking about, wow, can you believe John Cena lost twice? And not, wow, can you believe Kevin Owens won twice? That's a very good it, point. And that's what, I, I mean, immediately I went, oh, he's absolutely right. Yeah. I, hey, Jim Ross, for, he's an older guy. I'll always respect him. He, he has such a mind for the business, being in it for years yeah. and years and years and years. Uh, he, 
he gives you that perspective where you go, you're right, I'm wrong. That's he, it. He, Jim Ross, and I think the only other person who I've heard consistently have, I should say two other people, who uh-huh. consistently have the same sort of outlook when it comes to wrestling uh-huh. or, or booking. Uh-huh. Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh-huh. Paul Heyman. Those guys are all Jim Ross. Like yeah. Those are close guys, and, and, and they're and, all very wrestling-minded. And, and they see things that we you, can't you, see. You, you see it, but you don't, you don't have the perspective to see it from that other side. Mm-hmm. So you're like, why did Kevin Owens lose? Like, he should have he won that, and John C- you know, what's going what's gonna to happen to the rubber match and all this stuff? It gives you more to talk about that way than, wow, can you believe John Cena lost twice? Yeah. Because that's, that's exactly what we would be talking now, about. Now it's a rubber match, and it's for the U.S. title, and it's like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, the stakes are high. Now yep. there's a title on the line. Yep, and it's three months, two months, two and a half months. Whatever. Wow. I'm interested. Very cool. Exactly. Uh, there's a cross, top row crossbody that gets caught and rolled through. Here's what I wrote. Crossbody roll through swinging face buster. Because John Cena catches him into a fireman's carry and then swings him out into a sit-out face buster. Fuck, that was cool. Uh, Kevin Owens gets up and takes a swipe at Michael Cole. Michael Cole's scared as shit. <laughs> I like that. John Cena hits a Yoshi tonic, which is also a code red. And people online kept calling, oh, can he, he's a Canadian destroyer. Not a no, Canadian it's not a It's a, a, a Yoshi tonic. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, Cesaro hits a new hits a uh, neutralizer. Then he goes in for his big fucking uppercut rally. Uh, goes for the swing and the sharpshooter. When he hits that big fucking machine gun uppercut thing or whatever, mm-hmm. they blocked it out because it was the screen went black. But he gives him double middle fingers, except he doesn't use middle fingers. He uses his ring fingers. fingers. I thought that was interesting. I think it means something different in Switzerland. It might. Ah, who knows? Uh, who knows? Um, he has he has black tape on both. Did you know that? On on both ring fingers, he has black tape. Oh, those that's the only place he wears uh, tape on his fingers. I think. Huh. I don't know. I didn't notice that before. So there's an uppercut rally. Goes for the swing in the sharpshooter. While the sharpshooter's locked in deep and looks really good, uh, Owens jumps Cesaro, hits a pop up power bomb, and then hits a pop up power bomb on Cena, and he grabs a mic. Cesaro's on the outside. Uh, Owens grabs a mic and he says, "I said if anyone's gonna take the title from John Cena, it's gonna be me." what a great segment that awesome made everybody look good yep excellent 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 uh wyatt promo lucha dragons and primetime players against new day and Bo alice um kofi's clap was funny as shit but so was biggie's which was his arms like really close to himself yeah, yeah. they're so they are having so much fun that I sound like Michael Cole now, but like, but like they, but are, they are, they are legitimate. If anyone's having fun yeah. in their gimmick, it is New Day. Yeah. Xavier Woods gets to run his mouth. Kofi and Biggie get to be weird. Yeah. And they get to wrestle. Yep. Exactly. Uh, it, it looks, it looks like they're having a good time. Uh, there's discussion how Bo Dallas inspired The Rock. So, thank you, JBL. Just so you know, um, there's a lot of face offense in this match. The first, like, three quarters of the match? I would say the first, yeah, yeah, three quarters of this match. Two thirds, at least. I I mean, it's all face offense. It's all Darren Young sitting on people. (laughs) Darren Young has four moves, and he used those four moves three times. He did 12 moves. It was so weird. He just kept doing like the same shit. And it's like, <laughs> it's like dropping. You don't have to sit on anyone. Drop an elbow. What are you doing? What is this? Anything. So weird. Um, he did do a ba- uh, uh, apron backdrop and that took us to commercial. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier tosses Kalisto to Big E who uh, tosses him in a belly to belly overhead but he rolls through on the belly to belly and tags Sinkara, and then we get more face rally shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's like a lot of face stuff. And then Darren Young comes in and starts sitting on people again. What the fuck is going on? Well, he's tired. He's going to sit Stop down. Stop sitting on people. He needs to sit down. And then uh, I wrote, uh, only Brian will get this, uh, Sprinkles does the bone dance. Bone dance does the sprinkles? Yeah, because uh, when the good guy got in the corner of the new of New Day and Bo Dallas, uh-huh. they're doing all those kicks and going round and round and round and round. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So sprinkle, sprinkles, so sprinkles does the bone dance is what I call that move. <laughs> we had a friend who wrote a song, tried to write a song. Da 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 da. I don't know why it was sprinkles does the bone dance and bone dance does the sprinkles and round and round and round and round. I don't know. That's it. Awesome. Yep. None of what I just said made sense. Sorry. Uh, hot tag to Titus. He hits a pounce. He barks at people. It looks great. He catches Kofi Kingston off the top rope into the Clash of the Titus. Uh, I liked it. I like that Titus finished this match. Yep. I thought it, it's been a long time where he's been the hot tag to yep. uh, to set up. Yep. And it was cool to give him a little bit of a legitimate yep. push. Sh- shut your fucking mouth. Okay. You rat fuck. We have the most important segment of the night. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler and Lana come out to cut a promo. That's right. In what has to be the biggest waste of time. This is awful. Everything that I liked about Dolph Ziggler is gone. Absolutely. Remember like two years ago when we were like, man, Dolph Ziggler's like, he just needs a fair push. No edge whatsoever. He's got nothing. Looks like shit. Gets beat up all the time. So boring. It's such a bummer. I feel like we were singing the same song last year about how he do- he sells well but doesn't do any offense. Yep, and, and nothing has changed. Yeah. I don't know. It this sucks. is This is a misery. Rusev comes out and interrupts it, and it still doesn't get better. Lana says that Rusev controlled her, and, Luce, and Rusev uh, told her what to think about America and all this stuff. That's the opposite of everything they were saying like six weeks ago. Yeah. They want us to forget about how Lana was controlling Rusev, all that shit. She went from an interesting dynamic character to like what a fucking grueling segment. Like, oh my God, I just don't give a fuck. Rusev interrupts. I just write, get him. He does not get him. Summer Rae is also there and she has something to say. Oh, cool. I, Brian legitimately out loud said, oh, cool. Summer Rae has something to say. <laughs> Um, and then I just, as they were cutting promos back, as like Summer Rae was going, Lana, I know you're a gold digger and blah, blah, blah. She keeps cutting a promo on Lana. I just kept leaning over to Brian going, can't fight, can't fight, can't fight, can't fight. Guess what happened? Brian, there was a cat fight. Summer and Lana got into it. And then uh, I think Michael Cole went, whoa. And then Byron said, looks like we got a cat fight on our hands. Is it fucking 1997? Yes. Cut this shit out. It's Sable versus Jacqueline. Uh, yeah, and Rusev is Mark Marrow. Yeah. I hope everybody understands that. They, they should. Uh, but seriously, the, the one note I had from this is we have a feud that is going on between two people and they're not even fighting. Um, Rusev and what, Ziggler. What would be happening if they were? At least there would be a wrestling match. Tweet at us. Let us know what, what would actually be happening. If Rusev and, and Ziggler could actually feud and wrestle right now, what what the fuck would be happening? The same thing, but like screwy finish after screwy finish and tag team bullshit? At least they wouldn't just be talking. I guess. Um, half of Summer Rae's makeup comes off on Lana's suit. Uh, Ambrose and Reigns are backstage. They cut a promo, and Reigns says, let's rage, because he's Alex Riley. Uh, Neville versus Sheamus. Lillian says, this match is set for one fall. She called it a match. Yeah. And not a contest. And that's a fuck up on her part, but like, it was refreshing to hear. Yes. That's it. Um, Sheamus needs to stop asking if I'm entertained because I am not. I know. Not not at all. There's a boring chant. Sheamus plays it up by going right into a rest hold. Yeah. You motherfucker. I thought, I thought that was funny. Also, it was boring. Yes. Uh, Neville hits a super kick that looks good as fuck. Uh, Sheamus hits three Irish curse back, Irish curse backbreakers. Neville hits an Osai moonsault. There's a red arrow, but he gets knocked off the top rope, and then a broke kick, and that's it. Yeah, I I love the one thing about this is that Neville does not ever look like he can't hang. Yeah, yeah, he always looks good. He always looks. He good. always looks believable. He always looks like his offense is impactful. Yep. Sure, he gets beat down, beat down, beat down, but it never looks like he's down and out. Never. Nope. I agree. Um. Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury watch someone wax their fucking car until Joey Mercury takes the rag and pushes the guy and then waxes his own car. Yep. Cool. Uh, uh, Swagger and Barrett in our next matchup. My first note, Jack Swagger is alive. 
Oh, my first note is oh, King Barrett is finally going to win a match. Brian, legit, I wrote this quote down. Hey, we get to see Barrett win a match. <laughs> Barrett cuts a promo. His opponents must bow. They do not. And then he hits a bull hammer elbow, and this is the match of the year. What? Match of the year. Okay. Brian, and that brings us to our main event. What did you think of the main event? Uh, the main event of uh-huh. Raw was, uh, I'm pretty sure we've seen it like 10 times. Uh-huh. Um, also, but, but Brian. Also. But Brian, mm-hmm. we didn't see it we this didn't, time. Because uh, we couldn't get it. Yep. Literally, where we normally watch Monday Night Raw, just didn't have that part of Raw available. And we went, eh, we'll watch it tomorrow. And then we just started recording this podcast. Because I, Brian's like, we should watch the last part of Raw. And I went, no, we've seen it. Brian, what do you think of the last part of Raw? Eh. No disqualifications tag team match. I wonder if there was a screwy finish. Um, I actually watched the very tail end of the match because uh-huh. I went to WWE's YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Ambrose dives off the top rope. Okay. Kendo stick to Reigns by Joey Mercury. Reigns gets the kendo stick, beats the shit out of everyone. Superman punch to Kane. Superman punch to Joey Mercury. And then Seth Rollins dives, goes for like the diving knee to Reigns. Mm-hmm. Catches him with a Superman punch. Holy cow. And then uh, it all breaks down and they uh, beat the shit out of Reigns. They jump him and beat the shit out of him. And um, because Bray Wyatt comes in, Bray Wyatt attacks Roman Reigns. Oh, right. And then leaves him on the outside. He gives him like the the big like rock bottom type toss suplex thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does that on the, the announce table. Oh, damn. And then, uh, Dean Ambrose comes in to, like, save the day and try to, like, win the match. He almost hits Dirty Deeds on Rollins and then, uh, eats a chokeslam and then eats a pedigree, so he picks up the loss, of course. Uh, so Reigns still looks strong. Great. Reigns still looks strong. Um, that's the sound of jerking off over Reigns. And then, uh, he gets powerbombed through a table. Shield 2.0. Shield 2.0. Uh, Brian, what'd you think of Raw? I thought overall it was really good. Uh, uh, it, it was not bad, right? Yeah. I, I had a good time. I didn't think that they would write it this well uh, because they haven't, but it seems like every six to seven weeks we get a well-written Raw with fun matches and yep. good story progression. I thought a lot of people got a lot of good like foundation to yep. move them on to the next pay-per-view and uh, our special event, and I'm glad that they aren't doing uh, two in this month. Yep. I'd be okay with them doing two every other month. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. emails while we still have time. This one's from Calvin H. Hey, Hoots. He wrote He wrote about Dana Brooks in an indie show. He said, I'm actually coming to like Dana Brooks' promos more and more. She's super stiff and phony, but that ends up coming across as her being incredibly condescending. It's like Chris Jericho or Paul Heyman slowing down their speech, incredibly fer- infuriating to listen to, which is perfect. Also, she's reading off a teleprompter, so I don't know if you're aware of that, because she definitely is. Yeah. Um, also, I just got back from an indie show in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. When I meet Canadian people and I bring up the city of Winnipeg, uh-huh. uh, they all go, what? No, what? Why? And it's like, I only know cities from professional wrestling, sorry. Uh, that's from Chris Jericho, where Chris Jericho's from. Yeah. It, apparently, it's a gross place. Uh, also, it's where Winnie the Pooh got his name from. Winnie, Winnipeg the Pooh. Gross. It, uh... The house show was a lot of fun, or I'm sorry, the indie show was a lot of fun. I lost my voice. They managed to get Mike Elgin, who faced a Winnipeg logo, is pretty uh, in a pretty solid heel in Tyler Colton, and Justin Gabriel, oh. who was announced as Justin Gabriel and faced Chase Owens. The main event was a four-way TLC match with spots that freaked out the girls to my right, who up until that point thought they were better than the event. The biggest spot was a slam through a table on the outside that was covered in, in thumbtacks. It fucking ruled. Oh, shit. Thank you, Calvin. Damn. Um, Darren G, write his email. Red results online expecting a non-finish in the main event was pretty disappointed there wasn't one. What the hell, WWE? You do this every week and now you change it up? What? To keep things fresh? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Danny G. Thank you. Thank you, Danny G. Uh, Ed S. Raw advertisement. Hey, Hoots. Hey, Hoot. Yep. The opening of Raw was a great 20-minute advertisement campaign for Apple Cadillac and Hawaii. <laughs> That said, I really enjoy Seth playing off the architect character and buying his loyalty of Kane and J&J. Sincerely, Ezra S. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I thought that was really good. I yeah. liked it a lot, and it was a lot of fun, and I don't know. I've really enjoyed it, so. Uh, I liked Raw, I liked NXT, and I liked Lucha Underground. So all in all, we fun week of wrestling. Yeah. Fun, fun week. Uh, but Brian. We made it. We did it. Yes. Um, hey, guys, we're going to try something new next week, maybe. Um, I'm trying to play with maybe recording us doing the show live. 
uh, in video, so that way when we put up a video on YouTube, it's actually a video of us talking. We might also live stream it. Uh, if you want to watch the live stream, I guess we'll just do it for mine. Yes. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour, E-R-I-C-B-A-U-D-O-U-R. Please, goddamn spell it right. Um, so check out that channel. Uh, we'll record it. We'll take that video, and then we'll probably put it up, um on YouTube instead of just a picture. Yeah. So you have something to watch. Yeah. If that's, if they, and I feel like more people will like it like that. But what we can, what we have, what we love, Kim, what we want to know is what you guys want to uh, hear more from the show. Uh, you guys want more bits? You guys want more covering from different things? You guys want us to cover more things more and less? Uh, what do you guys want to hear about? What do you guys want? Let us know. Email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. Hit us up on Twitter at gohomeshow on facebook.com slash thegohomeshow, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, and youtube.com slash ericbedour, and I guess twitch.tv slash ericbedour, because we might try this next week if I can get it all uh, shucking and driving and working right. Brian, we did it. We're going to be at Anime Expo this week. I'm only going to be there for the panel. I'll be there uh, every day. Brian's going to be there every goddamn day. Uh, so have fun in L.A. But Brian, yeah. as this plane is departing, uh, do, you have any, do you have any final words for these folks? I'm going to hop on this plane and go home.